I give up. That's right. That is the motto of the Alex cast. Hey guys, it's me, Alex. And with me is always producer Michael. As always. Hello, yep. sir. Hello. Well, I don't know if we get as always yet since this is your second show. Okay. Yeah. I c- yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to like, you know, give or take any kind of like descriptive. I just, w- I'm, I'm here for, for linguistic accuracy. Okay. As well, you know, as you've listened to the show, I pronounce every word perfectly and never misuse words and never forget the word I'm thinking of. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's very true. And I'm glad that you're willing to lie for me. <laughs> so reactions to last week's show were were predominantly positive in that two people reacted and both were positive. So um, as I've complained about no one reacts to anything or talks to me, uh, we got two people. However... Uh, in the second uh, uh, of the two, from, from one of the frequent people, who may have been Sean, but don't quote me on that. Uh, I don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, that uh, we totally didn't establish who the fuck you were <laughs> at all. So, uh, who who are you, Michael? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Uh, that's a really open-ended question. All right, let's do this. Um, you are some kind of musical type person. I am a musical type person. I would go so far as to call myself a producer. A producer. Of music. Of music. There you go. What style of music do you prefer? Um, well, lately I've been making uh, electronic kind of hip-hop instrumentals. Electronic hip-hop instrumentals. That's right. Beautiful. See, yeah. we're learning new things about producer Michael. That's and right. are you are you a uh, Oregonian? Uh, I am. Yeah, born hip-hop. and raised wow. in Portland. Look at this. I nabbed me a unicorn. A local <laughs> For everybody else in the world out there that is listening, uh, finding something that's actually from Portland that is currently in Portland is not a particularly common thing. That's right. Lentz represent. Lentz, yes. Um, every time I think about that, it throws me because I had a uh, that was the last name of one of my friends growing up was oh. Lentz, and and it kept it, it, anytime I hear that, I'm like, what the? Oh yeah, that's a neighborhood because that was from three thousand some odd miles uh, <laughs> away from here. So it's just weird to hear that name out of context. So that is Michael. That's it. That's a story. I'm not going to grill you. I just figured, let's get some establishment. Guy from Portland. That's Got some fair. music stuff. Yeah. 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 I don't, I'm not going to, you know, put you put you over the flames of, of you know, my my razor sharp insight. You've heard my interviews that it's, it's. I mean, it, it's it's like, it's like having your soul bared in front of the world to having an Alex cast interview. You do ask the hard hitting questions. I do. Um, like. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people, people are like, "Whoa!" I didn't realize we were going to go that way. I didn't realize we were going to go that deep. Well, if I'm being honest, I wasn't even prepared for that. So, yeah, um, I thought about that—that uh, that I was going to forward you that email, and it actually never did. So, um, well, I was going to apologize, but actually, more, more to I think accurate would be to. Um, you probably should just get used to that. <laughs> so there's a lot of that. Kind of, I always remember to respond to people, but the things that are 
said in the email that I'm supposed to take action on. <laughs> it's very rarely does it does it happen. Yeah, I can't hold that against you. Yeah. I'm much the same way. Well, I mean, you f- feel free to hold it against me. I'm just more pointing out that it's just, it's, I, I it's never going to change because <laughs> right. I'm, I'm bad at that. And well, I mean, now, I don't know. Now we'll find out. So I have notes. I have things. Um, I think we're going to, I think we should start off, uh, this way. Cause I have, some, I have basically some, some things I have to admit to the audience and you about how I, how my, my growing insanity has, has actually gotten worse. And now I'm a believer in woo on, on many levels, but I think we're going to wait on that. Cause I think we should start off with, with a, with a, I'll go so far as to say a fan favorite. It started out many years ago, a young man, uh, named Alex was, uh, working in a Dairy Queen. I was at the window serving ice cream and my friend Tyler came up and handed me a DVD. And that DVD was the Insane Clown Posse's Big Money Hustlers. Hustlers, the first one. And uh, I said, this is confusing. Uh, And he's like, hey, happy birthday. I was like, thank you. Thank you for giving me a birthday present. And we watched this movie. And boy, did we watch this movie. And it hurt. And it hurt a lot. And I decided that that day I shall uh, make it my my goal to start playing this for my friends. To hurt them as much as I've been hurt by watching the film. It became kind of a thing that is really funny. Because once you've been abused on that level. You've kind of... The the bit that dies inside of you can't die more. So you can sit there and watch your friends have their souls slightly ripped out. And find humor in it because like aha you're part of my club now and i've watched this movie many times around friends and i've i I assure you i've never watched it by myself because god is it the worst movie ever made we've done an mst3k style riffing of it on the alex cast which i don't know if it's still available but it happened once well producer michael having listened to the show uh being aware of the the history of the insane clown posse big money hustlers took it upon himself to watch the film. And I'm like, I have two questions for you. One, more of a comment. I just wanted to point out that your donuts would taste better if you weren't being robbed for your cheddar. Two, was it as bad as I've told? Okay. So here's the thing. I'm going to have a bit of a controversial stance on this. Uh-oh. I thought it was a great movie. All right, that was producer Michael. Two episodes. <laughs> no, no, what? He thought it was a great movie. I thought it was fantastic. I enjoyed every second of it. Well, that's not true. I didn't enjoy the part where he beat up the homeless man for having his badge. I didn't think that was in line with his character whatsoever. Um, other than that scene specifically, I thought it was all great. That's this is the first time I've ever heard anybody say anything positive about it. That's fair. Now I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to. Uh, uh, See if I can't uh, find out more about this. What about that extraordinarily long scene where he's having sex with that giant fat lady? <sighs> okay. Okay. I mean... Because I think that... I get that maybe you're finding some kind of amusement from this film, but I feel like you're forgetting a lot of it. Because... The fat lady scene. That was bad. You know, the scene where she's crawling down the hallway eating the hot dogs. Yeah. On one level, it was hard to watch, but on another level, it was the purest form of entertainment. 
Um, and I just got a real kick out of it. You know, they were obviously very self-aware, very, very passionate about the project. And, you know, uh, (laughs) the only thing I didn't like, and I think this might be controversial for all the Juggalo fans out there. I don't think there's many that listen to the show. (laughs) Uh, God, the music was just awful. Oh, yeah, the music isn't very good. Especially the song that plays behind that scene. Uh, You know, I don't remember any of the lyrics, but I just remember thinking, this is ICP. Holy fuck, this is awful. Yeah. Um, I never really listened to any of their music, you know, besides like the Miracles video or whatever. Yeah. Um, And yeah, their music is just trash. It's not good. So with that context, I could definitely see how the movie could be perceived as awful, but with no you know, kind of back history or anything about their music and what kind of shitty people they are. I enjoyed it. That's surprising to me because there's, there's parts of that film that like it hurts to think about. Um, anytime they did the stinger when he said his name. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, that that made me cringe a lot. Um, the fat lady scene is is. Is brutal. A lot of it's the pacing that. Yeah. It just it. It just keeps going and, and it's just a, it just like that fat lady scene is about four hours into that hour and a half movie. Like the, the, okay, let me, let me, I'll go the other way. I'm going to, I'll defend some parts of the film because I I don't think I've ever told the parts that I like about the film. Okay. One, I like that Dolomite shows up for no reason. Right. Yeah. Because Rudy Ray Moore. The ghost of Dolomite. Yeah. I mean. no reason. It's not good, but fuck it, it's Dolomite. So that's whatever. Like that's, that's amusing. And I think I was being generous when I used the plural on parts of the film I liked. <laughs> oh, and oh God, the scene's so bad, but I do like that just they randomly had a wrestling match. Right. It, I mean, it's it's a it's a terrible scene, but like conceptually, it's vaguely amusing to me that just oh here let's just have a wrestling match at the end of our of our god awful film. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was self rich self-referential in some parts that made it enjoyable like the dolomite part you were talking about you know where they bring the director onto the screen or whatever and oh yeah really break the fourth wall and all that it was it redeemed it in some ways even though you know i i definitely see how it was the worst film of all time yeah don't get me wrong no i i, I can, think i went into it with a very forgiving attitude you know what i mean i can see where you're coming from that as an expression of like I, okay I, there's no way to word this positive they have taste for shit and they like horrible things so they made an accurate representation of the things they enjoy and you're getting some kind of amusement from from people having uh, there is truth in their filmmaking, even right. though their truth is is steaming piles of white trash garbage truth. Absolutely. But at least they made a truthful film. I can respect that. I can't respect enjoying the movie in any way other than than that. I mean, even that like is is a stretch. But I can sort of see where you're coming from. It's it's at least it's 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 like that. Um, and this is a much better and much more heartwood like that that uh, Indiana Jones uh uh like kind of a remake movie that the little kids did. Have you seen that? It's like, no. so they started making Raiders of the Lost Ark when they were like seven. And then they kept making the movie until their teens just oh, kept feeling okay. like, so then there's this, so there's scenes where they're like six years old or scenes where, and it's like this cute and it's a terrible movie, but it's, 
you know, it's truthful to what it was, to what they were. And it's like, oh, this is endearing. So because, you know, it's it's from a truthful, nice place. And that they happen to be, you know, good people, not not human piles of festering garbage like like the insane clown posse. Um, the the rhyming the rhyming couplets that that uh, that skinny clown that didn't that didn't drive you bananas. I I was just impressed by it. Um, first of all, <laughs> heavy use of slant rhymes. Um, yeah, you know it. He would take it in a direction you didn't see him coming out of, and then woof, you know, rec- nice smooth recovery. Yeah, um, like being robbed for your cheddar. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. To make his donuts taste better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like when he was in his uh, slump, when he was in his depression, um, you know, in his apartment, and uh, the chief comes up, and he's not talking in rhymes anymore. Oh, just yeah. Just to clearly illustrate how, you know, depressed he is, how yeah. really out of his element he is. Yeah. Um, you it's... know, it's stuff like that that is borderline clever, you know? It's, it, it's terrible. It makes no sense, and it makes you realize how dumb of a plot element and a character yeah uh you know choice that is to speak in rhyming couplets yeah however what they chose to do with that was borderline clever yeah that's a big border but all right i i can yeah i don't know if i could agree with it but i could sort of see where that i mean it's just it was really like just the rhymes are fucking terrible. Like it was so bad. It's like, and I think another thing too is I have a very hard time not listening to music when it's on, and that it's just full. Like even just the the score is just stinks of ICP, and it's just it it just makes you feel dirty to have that in your ear holes. I oh, think yeah. I think that is a lot of my hate for the film. Like I think I would be able to sit through the. I never would like it. There's that's impossible, but. Yeah. I think That's I'd be fair. able to sit through it a little bit better if there wasn't. So, I mean, obviously, there's a dumb thing because they're fucking movie. But if there just wasn't so much fucking ICP music. Oh, and, and I did like randomly. I, I forgot. And this is one that I actually did like. But it barely counts because it's like the first scene. But that randomly, just the misfits are in the movie. <laughs> right. Like yeah, that's right in the diner. That's fun. Just, yeah. oh, look, there's the misfits for no reason. Like, I, I, it's stupid. And it's I, I kind of hate that it's there. But it's like, oh, all right, the misfits. That's that's good. And. At this point, I think if the movie wasn't 30 hours long, I would have liked that Mick Foley and a couple of like professional wrestlers show up. That would have been amusing to me, but I just, my soul is so broken and beaten at that point that I just, there was no, I don't know that there was joy available in my universe at that point of the, uh, of the, of the tale for me to even derive any, any joy from it. That's fair. The cheesy ass, weird carnival-esque music soundtrack icp yeah songs that they chose um definitely surprised me i had no idea that that's what their music was like it's very well they used to cheesy and awful they used to be and i I, i'm not an icp expert at all but like they had their their little uh glint of popularity was when i was in high school and um I actually had one of their albums and it's it, not good, but there was a couple songs that were catchy. And then I was like, Oh God, I really didn't need a, all of these. And then those catchy songs got annoying about four plays in. But anyway, they were the dark carnival was their kind of, um, their kind of gimmick. Okay. So that's the clown thing. So that's it's the dark carnival. Album, and that's why yeah. it's all that like, do, 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 blop, blop, do, 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 Um, it is, it's not a good combination. It's no. such a fucking awful gimmick. It's just the worst. Yeah. 
And I think that's what surprised me about the movie is that it's more like a black exploitation film and less like a dark carnival, which is no, it doesn't, what I was expecting. It doesn't fit their milieu no, at all. Like, yeah. It, yeah. The, um, the sequel, uh, which, I mean, I think you need to search out now and watch and, and respond to that one because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how, how far your good grace will last. Uh, the big money rustlers where they, where they play uh, uh, cowboys. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh. it's a cowboy film. And they're in full makeup. Like, it's, it's, it's the, and, and it's Big Money Rustlers. Oh, uh, uh, featuring. Oh, Rustlers. Okay. Rustlers. Yeah. Holy fe- shit. That's fe- what that means. Featuring okay. a uh, cameo by, uh, by, uh, uh, Razor Ramon himself, Scott, what's his name? Scott Hall? Is that his name? I don't know. Yeah. The, the old wrestler who's, uh, right. uh, a, a very drunken alcoholic. And boy, does he look it. And guess what part they made him play? The drunken alcoholic in town. Because sensitivity. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I couldn't... The the ninja thing was... Magic I, ninja. I want... I Like, it makes me want to murder. Like, that that's a thing that happened that I got to watch with my eyeballs. Now, normally, I would have you do your magic ninja thing and just go out and kill him. But then the movie would be over. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to have you do. Go kill that fat bitch. Yeah. Something like that, you know, just... It was... It was, I don't know. I yeah. don't know if that's great or the worst thing ever. I see. That's the thing is, I get where you're coming from, and I don't. I as much as I want to mock you viciously for your stance, I get it, and I can't really kill you for it. But I feel like you're. I feel like you're just too nice of a of a young fellow right here, and you're giving too much credit for what I. I think. Watch Big Money Rustlers, and then I think maybe your your opinion's going to change on the original, and just that's go. Fair. Oh God, all those things I gave them, or maybe you might like it because. Big Money Rustlers has a, it's much worse of a film, but it's got a, you know, those like, those incredibly weird Indian movies where like out of nowhere, somebody's a superhero and then there's a song (laughs) and dance scene. And then there's like a, there's a flying uh, trash pile that turns into mother nature. And then, and then it's hentai porn. Like, you know, that weird kind of fusion late Mm -hmm. night. There's an aspect of that in, in, not that it's, it's purposely that way. It's just. It's it's so poorly done that like somehow magical elements come in. It's almost like like a like a it's like a hundred years of solitude or some kind of like like magical realism where it's where it's it's and not in a good way. It's just I don't think they know how to write sentences or scripts that they just kind of forgot how physics and thought works. And then these things happened. Yeah, see, that doesn't sound as endearing as what they scrapped together for this. Yeah, one. this is. The second this one is, is almost cohesive. Big money hustlers. You know, to be fair, no, I, I, I think I've said this on the first discussion of the show. It is, it looks good as a film. Like it, it, the, it filmically, if that's the term, it, right. It the shot, shots are all. It shot wellish. Like it looks good. There's a couple camera movements. Like the lighting's decent. Like for, the, I mean, the people at home because I've, I've, I've mocked this film a lot for how badly I load this film and how much I shit on it. There's a surprising amount of quality in it. Like, I mean, it's, like they hired people that know how to run a camera. They got good film stock. Like they got good people to light. Like, it, I, it, you know, it's probably the people that did their music videos. Now that I think about it. Um, but no, they, they put money into making, it looks like a movie. Uh, I've, I've seen proper movies that look worse than this. It's just that it's, it's a well shot, well lighted pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm wearing an ape suit. That means I don't give a fuck. Yes. So, you know, Wait, is that a thing that happened? I don't even remember that. Yeah, that's right before the Cheddar line. Uh, that's when... 
what is his eight boy? I think is his name. One of the I don't uh, know any of their names. There's one of Sweet Baby's henchmen. He comes into the donut shop. He's dressed um, like an ape. Oh yeah. He's oh, I sort of remember that. Yeah. Costume. I haven't seen this in a few years, and I'm never gonna watch it again. Hopefully, but yeah, yeah, I, I kind of remember that now. See, yeah. that's yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm. I don't even know what to say about that because that's one of the elements that is just makes no sense and you can tell that's just one of the jokes that they thought would be so funny is like oh and this villain he's in an ape costume that's a funny gimmick yeah and it's like and he comes in and says literally i'm wearing an ape suit that means i don't give a fuck and yeah. it's like that's supposed to be just a real great joke and well i mean i'm you, as as the audience could probably tell through my tears of laughter i mean that's a great one i mean it's a doozy the the stuff you can laugh at in the film is, I don't know that anything they planned to be funny, I found funny. But the, the stuff that I found funny, is it, it, it had nothing to do with the, their humor. Like, I think I just, whatever humor they have is the exact opposite of what I think is funny. Um, though to be, okay, to be honest, the first time they did the stinger with his name, I, not that I laughed at all, but I was like, oh, that's funny. Like thinking they were gonna do it once right and they didn't do it as the, the like comedy and repetition like the david letterman school of, well you're too young to remember david letterman but when david letterman was still relevant um he was the one that started the let's just repeat stuff for so long that it becomes funny again that's pretty much he was the guy that I'm, most of uh, uh cartoon network owes itself mm -hmm. to the david letterman Will school Ferrell. of comedy yeah, yeah it's all goes back to letterman and if they had done that stinger thing like eight more times it probably would have gotten funny but they did it the exact number of times to just get you in the wallow of this is annoying and then never bring it back to being funny. Yeah, yeah. well, they they really hit it right in the beginning because I here's the thing. I was surprised. I kind of enjoyed it. Um, and so I thought, here's the thing. I'll be, I'll make a confession. I watched it alone. Yeah. In a sad 3 a.m. cough syrup state of, you know, just sadness depression and agony yeah um and i got a good chuckle out of a few parts so i decided to show it to my girlfriends um and she couldn't even stand 10 minutes of it god bless she her she had to turn it off and she said it's it's not there's just nothing redeeming about it and i refuse to put it into my head this is see this is the fun of making other people watch it because you have to it doesn't really work with girlfriends because like you know they can stop having sex with you and that would be bad. But if you can get your idiot friends to watch it with you and force them to watch, that's the fun part because she's got the right thing. It's just, there's nothing, it's just, there's nothing here. It's just, you know, I, I you know, it, it, it's taken me um, 14 years since I watched this the first time and I've come up with two things that I maybe sort of like <laughs> right. a little bit if really, <laughs> really have to think about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, they definitely hit the sting right at the beginning. Um, it's like they work it into the music. So it's almost like you don't even hear it because they go back and forth with the chief and he says his name, um, you know, five, six, seven times yeah. in like two minutes. And then, yeah, throughout the movie, they stay true to that of playing it every time they say his name, but they don't ever say his name. Like you said, enough yeah. times to where it becomes a joke again. It's just like a shitty tag. Yeah, it's like, just a dumb thing that's yeah. happening. Yeah, that's that's one of the, actually the weird part of the film is the sound mixing isn't that good, which you would expect that that should be the highlight of the film. But like they actually really do have the the, the music on too loud at times and the score Absolutely. too loud that the dialogue kind of gets uh, over. I mean, 
I, it's not that big of a deal for me because, frankly, between the dialogue and the music, I don't know which is worse. It's just like, oh, no, don't shit in my mouth or my eyes. I don't know. Like, it's just these. I, what are we going to do? Oh, God. Oh, the shit in my mouth and my eyes. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, I think a great illustration of just how shitty the, you know, everyone who went into producing this movie are is Big Titty Kitty, the gratuitous having her flash her tits in the middle of the movie oh yeah yeah i mean come on that was yeah. just fucked up and that was like yeah and he even references it. he looks right into the camera and says see that's what i do for you i didn't have to do that or something like yeah, that. he's like yeah. this that's why this is a great movie yeah and it's like oh, okay i mean i forgot about on. those parts yeah where the fat guy does it right yeah yeah i don't know which one's which i know it's shaggy two dope and and johnny quest what's the other one what shaggy two dope what's the other one's name the, the 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 clowns there's oh i don't know any of the oh okay yeah because i don't oh, know yeah, any no. of their names I, I shaggy two dope and other guy yeah my and, ref frame of reference is only the movie so there's oh uh, yeah yeah big baby sweets and there's sugar baby big baby the fat one is i think his name is sugar baby yeah i don't know whatever it's who cares i don't even want to know because even if i remember i'm gonna force myself not to um <laughs> yeah i i mean i don't know i mean now that now that i think yeah, we. I think we need to get you to watch Big Money Rustlers and report back. Okay. Uh, and I, thankfully, I don't have that to lend you, but I, I think I found it to be <laughs> stolen from the internet pretty readily. Shockingly, because. Yeah, I'm looking at a list of quotes here. Um, let's see anything else that really I feel like needs to be said for the justice of this movie. Um. Just a shout out to the fact that one of the characters' name was Lil Poot. That was pretty funny. Just in a real absurdist kind of way. I just like yeah. the name Lil Poot. It yeah, just I has a good yeah. ring to it. Mm. And I think that's it. Yeah. There's really nothing else. Um, you know, everything else was really just in like the delivery, the terrible delivery and the yeah. you know, the meta nature of it. Uh, other than that, there's really nothing redeeming about it yeah it's 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 a shockingly bad film uh i i occasionally get reports from from listeners that they uh you know upon my i I hesitate to use the word recommendation but upon my (laughs) having spoken about it uh watch the film and just you you can almost hear like the ptsd in the email uh, of 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 what happened so you're the first report i ever had any kind of positive back so well done on being uh I don't know. I I, mean, I like to think of myself as open-minded. So, I mean. Yeah, being open-minded and liking that pile of shit. movies, <laughs> yeah. I just, I yeah. have a soft spot in my heart for them. Yeah, that one goes, that one goes that extra mile. Like, I've, I've watched some, some, some garbage in my life, but boy, howdy, part of my language. Uh, was that a festering cunt pile of fuck shit? Not part of my language. <laughs> See what I did there? I said part of my language and then I used like much harsher language afterwards as a means of some kind of comparative joke for uh, I am a jokester. Yeah. Uh, one more thing on that is it does have a 91% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. It doesn't shock me in the slightest. I'm going to tell you why. Audience rating. Because <laughs> the only people that would ever watch that are <laughs> ICP it. fans and fucking idiots that listen to this show. I think... I'm going to say 14% of the people that have ever seen that film is because of my show, (laughs) or at least because of having the unfortunate practice of being my friend, (laughs) because 
I've I've forced people into that film before. It's I don't. I think it's that's like, you know, I'm not a I like I'm not violent as a person. I, you know, just I, there's not a lot of like aggression in me, and I think that's the only aggression I really have in me is that I like kind of hurting people with big money hustlers. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think your your estimation of the situation is probably pretty accurate. I do want to just point out that Batman v Superman had a 67% audience score. So, um, em- em- empirically, Big Money Hustles is better than Batman v Superman. I, okay, this is, it's a tough thing. It kind of apples and oranges, but I think as, from concept to execution, Big Money Hustlers is a more successful film than Batman v Superman. Because Batman v Superman had all the money in the world, two iconic characters, and somehow they made that. If It takes a level of fucking up that's rarely been seen in the universe before to come up with that movie. With you have Batman and fucking Superman, and somehow you made that movie. Yeah, I would love to see what the Insane Clown Posse could do with the budget of Batman v Superman and Zack Snyder as the director. Couldn't be much worse. And it's not like, it's not that I hated Batman v Superman. It was, I mean, it's just, whatever. It was, it was whatever, there, yeah. immediately forgettable. Not a, it's not a good movie. But the amount of, the, the budget and the cast and how important it was supposed to be, that's such, I mean, that's, that's dropping the ball like like an epic epic way. It's not it's not just a regular movie bomb. Like that was that's like a I don't know. Just it's it failed in in ways that it almost would. It you would have to try to fail in that way, and somehow right. they did it. Yeah, and that that yeah. that lack of self awareness and all that that yeah. goes into fucking up that bad. Yeah. To be fair, I I still would rather watch Batman v Superman about six hundred <laughs> times in a row, other than ever seeing fucking Big Money Hustlers again. But yeah. you know, I that's just me. You know, I, um, here's things that I wanted to talk about on my uh, on on my little notes here. Have I ever talked about on the show? And I'm asking you if you ever heard this. Have I ever talked about flaming pigs versus elephants? Not that I can recall. It's the best thing that's ever happened in the history of ever. So I'm going to tell the audience about this. And this this is literally out of nowhere. Um, unfortunately, there's no pictures because it's from um, uh, uh, the past. So let's see. Oh, wait a minute. So it's Romans hmm. versus the Carthaginians. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the Carthaginians, that's, uh, you know, Hannibal, Baraka, and his dad and his brothers and that whole thing. They had the scourge of Rome. They had war elephants. Marching down on Rome. not Well, they never actually marched on Rome, but you get the idea. So, they're like, how do we stop these elephants from, 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 uh, from, from uh, you know, killing all of our guys? Well, this is what they did. They got some pigs, and they lathered them up in flammable things, like naphtha, and then set them aflame and sent them towards the elephants. <laughs> The elephants, one, are kind of afraid of pigs in the first place. I don't think they like their squealing. And then there's a squealing on fire pig being run at you. And apparently, this caused uh, the, uh, the 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 elephants to freak the fuck out, as as one would, and start trampling the troops on their own side, and uh, and helped Rome win eventually win the war. I you know I'm I'm 
I haven't had a bit of pig in, in, in like, I don't know, eight years. I am dead set on never, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hurt a pig. I think they're lovely. I am a, I'm a vegetarian. If I respect the fuck out of lives of pigs, but that shit's funny. And if I could find a way, okay, I don't want them to put it on for me, but oh, I'm saying no. if I happen to be at a festival where this is happening, I would watch the shit out of a flaming pig being run at a war elephant. Like fucking amazing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, let's be real. It's probably not much worse than the current conditions for uh, some of these pigs out there. So yeah, the entertainment value added to the senseless violence almost makes it worth it. I yeah, would, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, again, I don't want to put on for my benefit. I'm just saying if there ha- like if there's some random festival in, right. in somewhere and and I get invited, I oh I'm watching the fucking flaming pig versus war elephant show. It's it's that shit's going down. Yeah, absolutely. I try not to eat too much pork, but uh, I mean, that's a pretty convenient cooking method right there. Um, you know, you got bacon instantly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, to be fair, the bacon's probably going to be like covered in elephant shit and, and, and human blood and, and dead bodies. So it's probably yeah, not dirt, disease. Yeah, the crackling for... might be good, but it's probably not going to be, uh, you know, something you really want to be munching on. Yeah, that's the problem with all those ancient battles and the the the, the sanitary conditions were garbage. But um, yeah, so I was reading that. And I was like, ah, man, that's like the best thing. Yep, not the best thing ever. It's horrible. But you know, since it happened, right. I'm gonna yeah, laugh at it. Almost hard to make a joke about it. It's just, it's both hilarious in its own right and completely fucked up. Yeah. So here's another thing I was thinking about that that so reading that reminded me. Do you know that in the Wild West, they used to stage animal fights for bored prospectors? Of course they did. So after a while, they got so bored, they started shipping in tigers and lions and shit. And at one point, they had lions versus grizzly bears. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So who did you think would win in a fight versus lion versus grizzly bear? Lion versus... I'm going to go grizzly. Yeah. Grizzly bear apparently won every single time. Yeah. Like, just fucking wrecked them to the point that, like, the fights weren't even that good because, like... It was just grizzlies were just one swipe, head gone, you know, just completely dominant. Now, I'm not saying I want them to put on this fight for me. I just think if I happen to be at a festival where (laughs) where they're putting on a fight between, I'm going to watch it. But I want something with a better, with a closer, you know, kind of uh, action, like maybe lion versus tiger. Something that's going to, like, something that there's an even chance. Not because, I mean, if the grizzly's going to win every time, it's not fair. Yeah, uh, three tigers versus a grizzly. Yeah, I'd be into that. That's why I don't. That's why I would never go to a bullfight. Uh, is like they because they 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 stab them a whole bunch first. Oh yeah, and right. then they go out and it's like it's not even fair. It's like this drug stabbed. But it's not like if it was just a full fresh like one hundred percent bull at its at its strength versus a human with a sword. I don't want either of them to die particularly. Like, I would rather that not happen. But at least that's a fair fight. Right. Yeah. No, they're abusing the psychology and the intelligence of humans. Yeah. And just manipulating the shit out of the bulls. And then, yeah, it's not a fair fight. It's more like a ceremony or, you know, some kind of ritual more than anything than it is a fight, you know, so. Yeah, because I, I I don't have a problem with humans fighting animals. Like, that's what, like I don't have a problem with, like, bow hunting Right. Or um, like things that like if you're in the woods and it's you versus an animal, I, I like I would 
I don't want this to happen, but if you're going to do it for food and it's with a bow and arrow, I feel like that's pretty fair. Like, pretty even playing, like, all right, I, you know, I can accept this, but, you know, when it's just, it's cheap if you're using a gun or stabbing the fucking bull, and the, you know, before it goes out, it's just, right. it's not fair. It's like, it's like, uh, uh, like doping or something, you know, it's just like, it's not fair. It's, you've got too much of an advantage. All right. So how about four flaming pigs versus a grizzly bear? <laughs> uh, let's see. Where do I... No, flaming bull. Stand? Four flaming bulls versus a big... Actually, bull versus grizzly bear. That'd be a good one. I wonder if they did that. Ooh. That's going to be a close one. I mean, I still... I think the grizzly's got to be one of the toughest animals. I mean, they have a really insane running speed. Yeah. Um, it's something like 30 miles an hour or something. Yeah, it's fast Unbelievable. as fuck. Yeah. Um, you know, they can stand on two legs. They have razor sharp claws. Um, and they're just fucking huge. I wonder if this ever happened. Look, see if look up grizzly versus bull. See if that's ever happened. Because as as weird of a, I'm sorry that your search history is going to start looking very strange as as since you've adopted the position on the show. But um, I know they've done I, they've done other shows. I, I wonder if that's something somebody's ever set up. And if not, you know, we have the will. I'm checking out a few YouTube videos that. They have some claims in the title. We'll see. I I can't imagine. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say I can't imagine there's a video of it, but who the fuck knows? There's a video of a guy getting fucked to death by a horse. So, you know, who, who, there's very possibly bear versus uh, 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 bull could have happened. Yeah, I think they're going to need more. Uh, there is a video of a moose encountering grizzly bears but i think it would take a lot more than an encounter to make them fight they seem really just no like, this would fuck this yeah no i think this is this is something that would have to be a setup like is this real i'm i'm watching uh some bulls out here on the loose here okay okay yeah, there's no bears in this video, so I'm Fucking gonna turn it off. liars. Yeah. yeah the, uh, the only other thing I see is a Reddit post. This was the top thing when you uh, Google grizzly versus bull is reddit.com slash r slash who would win. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grizzly bear versus Spanish fighting bull. And, of course, there's nine comments. Wow, this guy wrote... Uh, it looks to be about 700 words. Uh, oh. Really going into detail here, so yeah, I, don't I just know wanted if to see if it ever history happened. History behind it, yeah. Nah, I just wanted to see if there was. A, I'm sure the the website would be good. Yeah. Um. All right, so do I want? Oh, let's do this. Since since what are we at? What are we at now? Okay, a little past the midpoint. Facebook.com/slash the standard PDX. That that is a bar in Portland, and they give me money to talk about them. Uh, and then you guys at home should click like on the Facebook page if you're into Facebook and click like, and then you're there. And then go there in real life, 14 Northeast 22nd in Portland. It is a wonderful bar that serves what I like to refer to as alcohol. Now, the good thing about this alcohol stuff is that when you drink it, it's fun and it makes you more attractive to the opposite sex. And all the people that go to the standard are very attractive, wonderful people with great personalities. Except for that one guy. He knows who, he's, who he is. So go there, 14 Northeast 22nd. 
Let me list the attributes of the bar for you. There is a pool table. There is like four or five, four pinball machines. There is a fake mini golf machine. There is one of them shooting digital cow machines. There is a shuffleboard table. There's gambling. There's a photo booth. And there's a patio where you can smoke cigarettes and drink booze like a goddamn gentleman. Like like Hemingway going to the bullfights. That's what you can be <laughs> when you go to the standard. Pretend you're fighting a bull and drink at a patio. So go. 14 Northeast 22nd, Facebook.com slash the standard PDX. I remembered to do the ad. That was great. Uh, $3 slushies every Monday. $3 slushie yeah. every Monday. $4 Tito's brand vodka every Tuesday. Because I only remember the ones that are about vodka and rhyming. So Mono uh, Monday <laughs> used to be, now it's Tito's Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, $4 Buffalo Trace every uh, Friday, I believe. A buffalo, sort of like a bull, so you can fight a bull there. Yeah. 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 No, you can't. He, he waved I, it off. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Hams for $1 on Wednesday. Oh, that's right. Dollar that Hams possible? Wednesday. Um, I don't know, because it's a really crappy beer. Yeah. I guess. That's really surprising. Yeah. So it's the standard. You're going to go and uh, things are going to be wonderful. All right. Moving on. I uh, I wonder how much. So I'm going to admit to some, some, some craziness now on the air. I wonder how far I want to go with this. So basically I went through and I was reading um, stuff about energy work. Uh Various things, uh, orgon energy, um, orgone energy. Is that orgone? Yeah, orgone energy. Um, I was reading about tensor energy. Actually, I didn't figure out tensor energy. I just saw the reference. I was reading about uh, various crystals and that sort of thing because I just wanted, to, you know, it's just a it's a, it's a thing. So I decided. So uh, I read about earthing. So let's start out with earthing. Uh, this is this is the most normal of 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 the of the wackiness. Earthing or grounding. As uh, Michael can attest to, we'll see this this string uh, right going into the grounding wire, uh, mm -hmm. going up to there. Right. So the idea is there's a little mat here. Oh yep. And this you have in touch with your skin, preferably the bottom of your feet. But I'm not going to do the show in bare feet because <laughs> I am not a savage. And it it uh, connects you to the ground in an earthing grounding sense. The 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 idea is that uh, through pretty much all of human history up until somewhat modern age, uh, we have been grounded to the earth for the vast majority of our time uh, until recently when we started wearing like rubber soles and, um, you know, uh, living in houses that are, uh, you know, not et cetera, et cetera. So I got this thing. And I gotta tell you the truth. I think it works, which is weird. I don't know if it works because I'm probably electrocuting myself subtly because I don't really know how electricity works. So it's possible I'm doing myself irreparable damage, but from what I understand, I'm not. But it, there seems to be a feeling associated with this. And I don't know. So it kind of sent me spiraling um, down the, down this path. Uh, I, I've now uh, got this 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 earthing mat thing. And it comes with a uh, earthing, um, oh, I don't know where it is, it's laying around here somewhere, an er a, a uh, bracelet that you can put on and, and right. also plug in and, and earth yourself, uh, which I think electricians use uh, as well, or people working with uh, you know proper electricity that isn't in the new age bullshit sense. Uh, 
So I'm asking the audience, uh, anybody out there, if you have experience with this, or if you know why this is horseshit, because there seems to be a physical effect. And the logic, and I'm using that term very loosely, does make sense to me, because it's true. We did evolve and have the vast majority of our time uh, being constantly grounded. Now, whether that has any physical change or effect, I don't know. I have heard uh, positive things. I've heard uh, people such as Lance Armstrong have even uh, used this to enhance recovery and yes. speed it up. That um, is that is one of the claims that that's a um, claim, yeah. That uh, yes, it's good for, it's good for uh, uh, curing, uh, you know, not curing, but uh, speeding on-site uh, damage. So, like, you can get um, instead of the, they have uh, earthing like. Um, what I don't know what you'd call those. Um, you know, like when you get the like those weird little sticker things with wires led up to them when you're getting tested at the hospital. Right. What, whatever those are called. There's like an earthing version of that. That you, that if you have like knee problems, you can put them on your knee, and it's supposed to expedite uh, their their healing. And there's a uh, a bunch of uh, athletes that claim that they you know like it it took weeks off their healing time. So I don't know. It's it sounds. Legit, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the air about this because this is the first time, not the first time, but it's like usually when I get into weird shit like tarot and that kind of like the the more occult side of stuff I like, I like doing. I do kind of know, you know, on which side of the line I'm hanging out. Like I, I, I get that this is this is the 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 weird world, and I can kind of associate with that. This is something that's a little more like. Oh, were we just really dumb and humanity never thought of this? And and this is like a legit thing. And then, it would, but that would be sciency, and that I always get nervous having sciency claims because it's like I get the weirdness, like I get crystals and all that shit. Like that's weird. But this is like proper could be science, and it, you know, it throws me off a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think another claim is that it can reduce, uh, and this one I think has been researched. Uh, that it can reduce cortisol levels if you use it while you sleep. Well, this is this is why I got it was because I'm a panicky motherfucker, right? And apparently, if your cortisol levels are too high, you get all panicky and weird, right? So Absolutely. this is, uh, the, it, but when they say researched, I don't know what that means. You know, like when people say like, "Oh, there's uh, in this paper," or like, you know, right. I was like, I don't know what that means. That could right. be some fucking idiot just wrote exactly. a paper. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if they do have a .org website. And they do have an abstract for this research paper. Oh. So that is promising. Yeah. I mean, anybody can write an abstract. However, most people don't. It's true. So. Well, so I'm going to say that this is 100% legit. And, uh, <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. So, all right. So that's 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 the normal part of this. All right. So let's keep getting weird to the point that I'm actually going to chase producer <clears throat> Michael out of the house by the end of this one because I've decided I'm going to admit to the most embarrassing things ever. So this is 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 uh, organite. Mm. So uh, uh, weirdo uh, and and much more known for his psychology work, uh, Wilhelm Reich. Um, uh, uh, if you've heard of Reiki and psychology, that's the guy. One of his other things is that he believed in the existence of particles, molecules, energy, whatever, uh, called uh, orgone energy, which is very difficult to research around here because everybody, because Google just keeps thinking I'm spelling the name of the state wrong. <laughs> right. So the idea is that there's orgone around everywhere and that there's negative orgone and positive orgone. One is called, one's deadly orgone and the other's happy orgone. I forget the other term. 
the so the idea is you get these uh, these organite crystals, organite uh, things. So it's so it's a it's a polyester resin or some kind of resonant with uh, alternating layers of uh, uh, a um, a natural and an artificial thing. So like um, uh, you can do um, what what do they recommend? Basically, it's it's a uh, look up how to make an organite thing. I can't think of the it's natural and artificial. So it's like one layer would be. Um, I know you're supposed to have crystals in there, and then you're supposed to have like uh, metal, like like little copper filings and shit. And then, um, oh wait, you know what? Actually, wait, wait, I think I have it. Oh yeah, okay. So you have. I'm also looking right now. Yeah, so you want to do metal, and then. Um, crystals oh that's it so it's like metal shavings and then a layer of like crystally stuff and then metal so like one is like a uh so i guess the metal is like the artificial stuff and then the crystals are the natural ones um so yeah so you so you go back and forth with that and the idea is that it um and then either the resin goes around and i guess the resin is supposed to do something too i don't really know but the idea is that they uh it changes the organ composition of the of the air or the area around you to be a more positive version of it, which is leading to better health effects. Um, so the weird thing about this is, one, it's so so Rake, as as many conspiracy people that listen uh, know, uh, after he died, uh, so while he was alive, he started the the Rake Institute or whatever up in uh, New York, I think it is, or Connecticut, doesn't matter, but. Um, he went there and he started doing these demonstrations of orgone energy. So like he did, built this thing called the cloud buster. He could literally shoot orgone at the sky and he demonstrated the ability to make it rain, which is creepy. Cause like it's, there's like multiple demonstrations of this working. Uh, and then all this organ stuff, it's supposed to help with uh, electromagnetic uh, frequencies to not like kind of fuck you up. Cause it's another one of those weird things where we are constantly uh, surrounded with EM fields and, I don't know how much study there's been done to have like the constant barrage of it 24 hours a day. And these are supposed to help. And there's organ chambers, which is supposed to, uh, you sit in and it accumulates the good organ and it like shoots it into you and it's supposed to like cure you of what ails you and whatnot. Um, and then the organite crystals and organite things. So, but when he died, the, uh, FBI, CIA, one of the, one of the three letter uh, name groups stormed the compound, took all of his research and burned it. Okay. All of his books. And that's not like conspiracy theory shit. This is on record. Like this happened, which makes me think, hey, wait a second. They wouldn't do that if this is just complete bullshit. Like, why would you burn bullshit? That's pretty suspicious. Yeah, absolutely. It's odd. So, yeah, I've been I've been fucking around with this. I actually bought the materials to try to make organite. I haven't done it yet, but uh, just to kind of. I don't know. I'm bored, really, and I just wanted to do something, <laughs> so I'm just going to fuck around with it and see what happens. I don't know if they've felt any effect with this thing, but uh, I, I got a I got a organite pyramid, and it's sitting in my in the echo chamber now. But this is this is a new level of my growing insanity that I this is something that I've thought about, and then I bought the materials to do. Yeah, uh, you have any shape in mind? For your orgone device, plastic cup shaped because uh, <laughs> uh, well, actually a paper cup shaped because uh, I everybody says it takes a while to like get it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just gonna this is this is kind of a proof of concept, and if I can figure out how to do it, uh, I, I'm going to uh, get like a a, a pyramid uh, a, a pyramid mold um, 
apparently uh, you can get them from uh, a candle makers uh, right uh, candle make supply things you can get uh, and i'm going to go to attempt that i don't i don't given my history of fucking everything up i've ever tried i, I don't predict this is going to work but i'm going to give it a go <laughs> now when they say it's hard to get it right I'm assuming they're meaning the shape and like the layering of it and yeah. not the effects because. Oh, no, no. The shape and the, the okay. layer. Like, yeah, it's more like the shape and the uh, uh, like, yeah, making it not Actually, look terrible. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the effects are basically um, the idea is as long as you have like uh, like uh, some kind of quartz and then some kind of like you know metal or whatever in there. uh, That's really all you need because one attracts and the other is supposed to like kind of convert from one form of orgone to the other. Which right there just seems so fucking bullshit and fake because crystals convert blah, blah, blah just immediately sounds horseshit to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've definitely heard some interviews and stuff by proponents of it. And there's some definite pseudoscience going on there. Yeah. I could definitely get behind. I don't use pseudoscience in like a negative term. It's just like. Some things may not be as provable as others, yeah. and it might just be kind of one of those things that falls into that category, Yeah, which and, is kind of a tricky subject. And Rick seemed to be, like, I mean, he, he, a lot of his, like, psychological insights are still are used, or not necessarily still used, but they're still built upon. Like, they still, I think that's still a term they use, Rickian psychology. So, um, all right, so that's, so, the, so I'm fucking around with that and trying to, so I was like, all right, well. This earthing thing kind of worked. This orgon thing sounds at least seems interesting. It gives me something to play with. Like fuck it, it's better than buying Legos. And this is the embarrassing one. So I uh, stumbled on this thing about how if you have basically the the idea of a metal crown, like uh, like heads of state have used forever. This goes into the great conspiracy of like you know the ruling houses or whatever. Mm-hmm. That the secret of that is having encircled metal around your head like copper and then having like jewels in it and that's why there's right. jewels is actually basically a bit of it's it's almost like a primal mechanism it's it's a machine and that it's drawing in energies into the circle and that's why because it is fucking weird that everybody has metal crowns uh-huh. and they all tend to have crystals in it right that's strange so the idea is that like this has been this secret kind of the the secret hidden in plain sight i think was the one of the one of the videos i saw uh-huh. so yeah. this is the embarrassing i'm going to show you my crown i made like oh look i at love this. this kind of stuff this is awesome so i made it with duct tape okay copper and like that huh? wow uh, why weren't you wearing that when i came in because i'm incredibly embarrassed that uh, is amazing so i'm now wearing a a a, a circlet uh, of copper around my head with uh, uh, that's, that's that's held together with duct tape, with with a quartz crystal duct taped to the front of it, <laughs> looking pretty swell, right? That yeah, yeah absolutely. So you look kind of like Wonder Woman. It, it is very Wonder Woman esque. I'll yeah. tell you the truth; it's a little fetching. Um, this is the important part of this. Is I was at the store buying the organite stuff, uh, the the hardware store, and I had also watched the <laughs> let's wear a headband video. <laughs> So I was like, oh, "Fuck it! I'm at the hardware store. They probably have scraps of copper or brass or whatever uh, that I could that I could pick up here and just turn into a turn into my beautiful tiara." So I bought it, and it was super. I mean, this like it was like three bucks or something. Like it wasn't, you know, if it cost money, I wouldn't have been like, I'm not that insane that if this actually cost any kind of money, I would have gone through. That's right. why I use duct tape. I'm like, I'm not buying a fucking welding kit to make myself a tiara. Right. Um, 
But I, I, so I went home and, and I made one, I put it on and, and, and God damn it, it fucking has an effect. It actually does start, your head feels different. And it's really irritating to me that that's something that happened because one, I put it on and went, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Why, why do I own this? Like, this is the dumbest thing in the history of ever. Like, uh, it's the worst. Um, and like, I'm completely fucking insane. Like I am fucking bonkers. And literally right now I can actually feel this having an effect. There's something going on and like, where it, do you feel it? Is it, it like feels in like, a- it, like in your head, like it feels like an energetic, like a, like cup of coffee. Like it's, it's fucking crazy. I mean, on two levels. One is crazy because I did it. But I mean, whatever. I do, I, I done weirder <laughs> things. <laughs> I know. I'm wearing a fucking crown right uh, now. Yeah. It's uh, two. <laughs> I know that the, the worst part is the crystal's upside down. It's pointing down right now. I know that's the funny part. It should be pointing up. But um, there there seems to be an effect. I don't know if it's a good effect. I don't know what it is. I mean, my my thought. Actually, it's really uncomfortable with headphones on. But um, my thought is that it's probably um so. Quartz does, uh, you know, like you can use, uh, uh, what, what do they call them? Uh, crystal radios. Is that the name of it? It's a, it's an old bit of technology. Um, so if anybody has a problem with crystals having any kind of like actual thing, they, the uh, crystal radio set is the thing you can make for yourself. Basically, you just get a bit of quartz um, and you can wrap it in wire and make like a kind of a, I forget how the speaker mechanism works. And basically, you just hold it out. Mm-hmm. And because the quartz has, does vibrate. And that's not like in a hippie way. I mean, it actually does right. have a vibration in sure. it. You can pick up radio signal. It's called a crystal set radio. And it's like a little science department you can make. So it actually is like there, there's legitimate stuff to that whole crystal vibration shit. Right. Exactly. I think maybe what's happening is since copper is, it, it's it's uh, a conductor and I think an attractor, then maybe like whatever um, kind of, because there are like random electrons, ions or whatever mm-hmm. in the air. It's, I, I suck at electricity and, stuff. You know, coming from your body and everything. Yeah, and there's random EMF, uh, EMF and whatever that maybe what's happening is it's just kind of picking it up and uh, uh, exaggerating or whatever you want to call it, like kind of uh, uh, accumulating the effect. And so it, it seems like there's a, like it, it gives it gives your brain like a bit of a, you can feel something happening. Now, not to say that it happens in any kind of like, this has anything to do with the great ruling houses of Europe, <laughs> right. that this is going to give you psychic powers, that this has anything to do with anything. I was, I was using this as more of the science side. Like maybe this is just a simple, like much like the, uh, the crystal set radio. Maybe this is just literally, um, that's why whoever, whatever idiot I found that told me about this online thought this was had an effect because really he's just getting cell phone signals that are getting attracted to here. And then you're getting just extra EMF and your brain is kind of sensitive and that's what's happening. Or this is the secret to everything. And, and this is going to give me psychic powers over the years. Well, you're not going to scare me out with that. That definitely, I, I'm not like a proponent. I obviously am not wearing a crown as you can see. Um, yeah, I don't know. At this particular moment, I'm a little bit inspired, but, um, I definitely, uh, I'm open-minded to that kind of thing. Much as I'm open-minded to big money hustlers, I'm yeah. open-minded to the resonant power of copper and quartz. Yeah. Take from that what you will. Well, that's the thing is I, I'm, I'm always, that's kind of my, that's always my technique is just be open-minded about everything. It just, I'm willing to give it a try. Cause this was, I think this, these were 185 each. Right. So these are, this, this cost me like 370. And then I had a quartz crystal laying around in the house cause I'm the type of person that has quartz crystals laying around in the house. Right. <laughs> um, that uh, I figured I'd give it a try. And it, it was interesting enough, at least in a, um, it does feel like something. 
But my my more concern is because I am somebody that does at least I do understand science. Um, that this is probably something really horrible that I'm cooking my brain in some way. But you know, fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, absolutely. It can't, my, my my brain can't get much worse at this point. Yeah, yeah. I I saw. A, I guess you would call it a life hack online. You can increase the range of your you know car remote your remote entry system for yeah. your car just by holding it up to the bottom of your chin and opening your mouth and apparently your skull just resonates and uh, amplifies the signal and it can increase at like 100 to 200 yards or something really ridiculous wow um and you know i imagine those same frequencies uh or that same effect can be applied to like the frequencies of everything else around us like the you know the frequencies of wi-fi or that uh you know wireless data and all that yeah. are being transmitted on um i don't see any reason why those aren't being amplified when you stick the phone up next to your head or whatever so maybe that has uh some kind of negating effect yeah i could hope i don't know i that's one of the things i like i wish i could have i, I now i because i'm broke i can't do any of this i would love to get a room that's uh like I don't know if this is the right term, but I'm going to say a Faraday cage. Right. That yeah, I think that is the right like, term. So no EMF, no no any kind of external yeah. signals get, get in there. I've, I'm curious. Now, not to say, like, this would have to be, I would have to be a multimillionaire and just have to, like, yeah, I can spend 40 grand for no right. good reason. I would like to just build one just to see if, like, the, like if you feel anything different. Like, because we are, you know, we've never lived in a time where, without being just inundated mm-hmm. with, you know, the walls have copper wiring you know there's electricity running everywhere i'd be curious as to what would happen if like you know you have one room in your house that's like you know a faraday cage there's nothing in there what would happen if you you spend a month sleeping in that what happens but also there's this thing this real grounding shit is maybe it goes the opposite way now you're completely cut off from you know the earth's currents and mother nature and then you know maybe you go fucking nuts the other way it's a mad mad world out there it is yeah um i don't know the Part of the Oregon thing is they have the Oregon, um, there's a gifting community around it, which I've not yet to find. I don't know anybody that does Oregon around here, which mm-hmm. if you're listening uh, out there, uh, any Portland area Oregon people, uh, uh, get in touch. But they have um, cell tower things. They have these specific kinds that like negate the bad effects of cellular uh, radiation. So they like, they they kind of bomb cell towers with like a whole bunch of organite to try to like send out better stuff better orgone mm-hmm. energy or whatever the the non-deadly orgone uh instead of the deadly orgone yeah you know and i think a good example of something like that like the cell towers and stuff um you know as far as potential negative effects i mean you can look at like the negative effects of sugar and yeah. the fact that that was investigated like 50 years ago and the path we decided to go down was eliminating fats and increasing sugar into everything. Oh yeah. And only now are we saying, Oh, well maybe insane amounts of sugar in every food product isn't the best idea. And we should probably label that and regulate it. Um, I, I think, you know, with enough money, you can pretty much sway public opinion and the research studies and everything to say whatever you want, you know what I mean? So I just watched this documentary about, uh, there's this, um, group of houses in uh in england when they put so they put up a cell tower and it's like this circle of you know square of houses cell tower Mm -hmm. kind of in the middle and this one lady got breast cancer and she was super healthy no history of it and then she starts asking around and like pretty much there's like this sequence of people getting sick 
of people that would not, I mean, this is very circumstantial, but like people without a history of cancer getting cancer Mm -hmm. and all of it seemingly happening after that cell tower went up. And, um, yeah, this, so the person making the documentary talked to a bunch of doctors or whatever, and none of them really said like, oh, this can cause cancer, but like a lot of the kind of the, the, the drum they were beating was like, yeah, there, there's not a whole lot of tests that have been done right. on this widespread amount of right. EMF and cell radi- you know, cell phone radiation hitting the human body for, you know, years upon years upon years at a time that, you know, it's, it's logically, it, it, it you know, it, there could be something and none of them said there is an effect, but none, none of them said, no, this, this, we know this doesn't cause an effect. It's, it was all like, yeah, you know, probably a long-term longitudinal study or whatever would be a good idea. But Exactly. Yeah, yeah I think – and I, that's kind of the whole point is as long as you keep the playing field kind of obfuscated or you just don't do those studies – it can kind of go both ways and you can kind of just play ignorant and yeah. say, well, we never knew that happened as soon as, you know, it turns out cell phones cause cancer, you know, 50 years from now or whatever. AT&T is not going to get sued. They're not going to oh, yeah, yeah. You know, be affected by it whatsoever. Yeah, it's not like they the, never did the study, so yeah. they don't know. So It's not like the old tobacco companies that it's like, no, we actually just knew. Yeah, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so that, that food thing uh, reminds me, but we'll wrap up after this. So I've been going... Um, in my ever going quest to get my brain to stop uh, being depressed and panicky constantly, I started seeing a naturopath recently, actually just the other day. And some of the food recommendations she, she was making was, was kind of interesting. So I, I recently found out that my blood sugar is a little high, like not, mm. I'm not like pre-diabetic or anything, but like kind of in the higher, like healthy range, you know, the higher normal range, I should say. Yeah. And it occurs to me that I've never really thought about sugar uh, as something because like in my head, I, cause uh, I'm like a heavy fella and, uh, uh, you know, my thought was like, oh, fat, like that's something to avoid. But then your fat thing reminded me of there's I keep reading these things that like actually eating fat and eating cholesterol has like almost no relation to having fat put on or cholesterol. Exactly. Your, or heart disease or anything, which is like it's one of those things that just sounded bullshit to me because it's like, no, nah, that's just fat people saying that because I want to keep <laughs> right. eating fat stuff. But it's like I, the, the the more I read and by the more I read, I'm, I, I, I was going to say I'm too dumb for this. I don't have the patience to try to do the proper diligence that I would need to do to figure out the, but from what I can, from what I've read, from what seems like reasonable sources, it seems like that's true, which kind of fucks me up. So it's like, now that I don't know anything about food, does this mean I can just eat fatty foods and that's not all that bad for you? Or is that still bad? I don't get like, is butter bad anymore? So, cause my, my naturopath said, Oh, you should have eggs for breakfast. is perfect. Like it's good. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I'm like, but eggs used to be, that's cholesterol, and I'm so lost and I want to cry. Yeah, I think um, part of the problem, the other half of that statement is like fat doesn't cause heart disease or high cholesterol or any of those, you know, symptoms. Yeah. It goes along with, um, you know, if you're not eating other shitty foods, like a ton of processed carbohydrates and sugars yeah. and stuff like that. I think if you are eating everything in excess, then it's not you know, then fat is still going to have a negative effect on you. But if you, you know, engineer your body or get it used to processing fats in a proper way, then no, it's more healthy and less detrimental than like a high carbohydrate diet. Yeah. It just, it, it, like I I get what they're saying. Like I get your statement, I get their statements, but there's something so intrinsically, fat equals fat in my head that because it's 
you get fed. Like it's the fucking word. Like I can't. Right. Like I, I'm trying to like, and this is the whole thing. We're trying to keep it open mind. Like I'm, I'm, tr- I've, I've, I recognize my statement is the one that's I'm being intransigent. Like I, I'm the one that is unwilling to move. It's like, oh no, I, I, I've identified this. That means I have to now reroute because I don't like when I'm unwilling to change. So it's like, all right, now I have to rethink about this. But there's still so much like. But it's, you eat the thing and then the thing happens. It's just, it's so, it just, it's such a, I know it's like a childish kind of view of the universe, yeah. but it's so hard to, it's like Newtonian. The fat goes in, fat stays on. Like, a, Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm a little bit biased. I mean, because I've just been researching a lot about sugar specifically. Um, yeah. And, you know, like pro- processed carbs and stuff and how they have like a true toxicity in our bodies and stuff like yeah. that. And I've been cutting them out of my diet personally. So um that's, that's kind of what i've been yeah. focused on um and so if you're not eating uh carbs then you have to increase the fat basically yeah. there's just you can't be all protein uh protein can be converted to glucose as well in your body and you know can also raise your blood sugar i think that's what i've heard um so that can also be a problem and you can have other issues like with your kidneys and stuff if you're killing it with the protein yeah. too much so you definitely have to incorporate the fat, which I think a lot of people don't do. Yeah, I mean that I makes think sense to me. A lot of people have way too, like, or way too little fat in their diets. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a dietitian, and I'm overweight, so. Well, I'm not a I dietitian, and I'm overweight, so yeah. like, look, we're we're, <laughs> we're even. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm older than you. I've been fatter for longer. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, it's just one of those things I've been thinking about. So I'm like, well, the thing is, I'm trying to like, I'm gonna re kind of i want to re-engineer my whole diet because frankly i don't really like food enough that it's not that big of a deal for me right. to change what i eat because it's like who cares it's just it's just it's pre-poo like i don't really care <laughs> that much like i just like i just got to figure out a way to make it my problem is making it easy so it's like the, maybe you say i tend to not eat brown rice it's like God, it takes fucking forever to cook like mm-hmm. so i gotta find a brown rice with the, uh, anyway this is boring to people but any any uh any any scientists out there want to talk to me as I put my crown over my crystal ball? Uh, again, this is realizations of what's gone wrong in my life. I literally just put a fucking duct tape crown over the crystal ball I keep on the desk. But to be fair, I just, I just thought crystal balls are cool. I've never used that for anything. I think I used it for divining once just to see if I could. Maybe twice, but like it's just, I just always thought they looked neat. Yeah, crystal balls look great. Yeah. it That looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. But that's I, a big one too. Yeah, well, it's t- it's not crystal; it's glass. It's like regulation size. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the crystal ones are fucking expensive. Like half the size of that is like a hundred bucks if you get an actual crystal one. So I was like, I'm not actually like. I mean, one, I think glass probably technically is a crystal, like in, in like matter wise, because it's, it's it's glass is silica, isn't it? Isn't silica sure, a crystal? Yeah. I- I don't know what constitutes. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like yeah. I'm sure, like in the in like New Age community wise, but I mean, like actual, like if there is a uh, vibrational quotient to something to do with with uh, uh, you know crystals, like I think glass probably counts as one. In some, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, I'm a fucking weirdo. Um, anytime you hear me complain about not having a girlfriend, uh, just let's <laughs> replay this. Let's replay this section of the show, and and everybody will know. And then you can remind me like, Hey Alex, you know what? You don't have a girlfriend. Well, you know how you were talking about how you're fat, wear a, wear a pretty princess crown and have a crystal ball. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually probably why that's, that's their number one reason. And then I say, Oh yeah. Keep Portland weird. My fucking, my, my patoot. And part of my language, sweet baby patoot or whatever the fuck that person's name is. Merkaba. Um, 
yeah, I think we're good. We talked about things. I still, from the first episode, I said, right, we have to talk about Tarzan. I'll do that next time. <laughs> Sounds great. I yeah. read, I listened to the audiobook of Tarzan and there's some, I'll find quotes. Cause yeah. we didn't oh. talk about Zeoptus. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Um, yeah, well, we'll do that next time. Cause also I don't know what I'm talking about with that. maybe we can, I'll, oh, you know, are there still clips from the old ones available? Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure. I was looking at the website. There might only be transcripts. Okay. Um, but if I can find some, I'll yeah, we can find one. Out. Yeah, we'll we'll do yeah. that next time. And uh, yeah, I, anyway, yes, we're done. So uh, that has been producer Michael, correct? Oh yes. yeah, wh- where can they find you if they want to find you? Uh, t- SoundCloud. Dot- oh, <laughs> I don't know. Let me check. Yeah, go for it. I am. You're allowed to. Okay, that's good. It's SoundCloud. Dot maybe sort of ish. Possibly. Yeah, I can't change my URL. That's the only thing. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash MK dash XIOTA. XIOTA. Yeah. Uh, once again, just bad marketing decisions. Uh, luckily, you know, I'm not making any money off of this or anything. So, yeah, it's just not, <laughs> it's yeah. not a huge deal. Yeah. Got to get yourself a nice redirect URL. That's true. Um, yeah, and I've been Alex of AlexCast.com. Uh, find me everywhere, uh, Facebook.com slash AlexCast, at the AlexCast on Twitter, probably at the AlexCast on Instagram. Uh, I know I'm on Instagram. I think it's the AlexCast. Who cares? Just find me. Just come hang out, say stuff. I'm very lo- I'm lonely enough to be making pretty princess tiaras. Come say stuff to me. Save me from this life. I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Mike did, though. Michael did. Sorry. God damn it. I don't fucking calling you Mike. I'm going to go kill myself. So anyway, this has been the Alex cast for this week and uh, we're done talking. Bye.